Boston Celtics, who were a game under 500 in January, are now one game from the NBA Finals. The final score in Game 5, Boston 93, Miami 80. one nothing Sooners, the 1-0 to Graham, swung on, fly ball, center field. That ball is hit well. Scott back to the wall. He looks up. It's gone! It's a grand slam! Peyton Graham, touch them all! It's 5 nothing Oklahoma! Bozak behind the net. It was Tyler Bozak that got an assist on the Pat Maroon goal two, three years ago. He scores! Tyler Bozak in overtime! You can bring out the Zamboni! The St. Louis Blues are coming home, and they're bringing the Avalanche with them. Here's the one-two. Swing and a miss. He got it. Win column Sooners. Game over. And Oklahoma advances to the winner's bracket. Final score on Wednesday night. It's Sooner 6 and West Virginia 4. Hour 3, T-Row in the morning show live in Arlington today, Thursday, May 26. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE has a little bit of everything, and their brands are all best in class. At Extreme Outdoor Equipment under one roof, You can buy the zero-turn bad boy mowers like I've got to cut your grass, a tractor with loader and brush hog to work your land, a four-wheeler side-by-side or UTV to take you hunting, fishing, or just plain having fun. If you want to get away from it all, they can help you there too with the purchase of a new travel trailer or the rental of a motorhome at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We are joined live now by my radio partner here in Arlington this week, former Sooner T.J. Perry's best friend, Blake Brewster. Blake, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. What's going on? Are you guys in the same room together? Yeah, we're sharing a bed. (laughs) Goodbye, Blake. Thanks for being (laughs) on. Come on. (laughs) If you uh, were not listening to the uh, game last night, Blake invited himself on the show in the middle of the broadcast uh, last night. And we're more yeah, than happy to apply. <laughs> I didn't think it'd be too easy to get on live radio, but they've, they've done it more than once to me now. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm a mainstay now. And TJ immediately said he would be leaving the show at <laughs> 8.04. <laughs> now, why why don't you get along with Blake Brewster, TJ? I, I love Blake. I've known him for, for years, and um, 
him and I are very close to a uh, one particular lady that uh, we both know, and but he ghosted me a few weeks ago, and I still haven't got over it. And you know, he tried to make up for it. He's like texting me like three weeks later, like, "Hey, baby, I'm sorry I missed your text. Yeah, <laughs> uh, won't let it happen again." And I'm like, "No, this isn't how this relationship works." So you know, we got some things to work through here. Hmm. Yeah, look, I've I've got to put some effort in. That's that's on me, TJ. I'm a terrible texter. Anybody who knows me is you, you don't get a hold of me by text. I, I have to have a phone call, and I need to be better. That's on me. It's, it's a it's a character flaw. All right, well, all right. I'll let it go then. I feel like we're in the beginning of beginning stages of healing <laughs> between the two of you. Maybe Look, we can work through this. TJ TJ hacked me off when he and he said Fenway wasn't one of the coolest parks in the nation. I just said it was overrated. I didn't say it wasn't one of the coolest. No. no. Yeah, you're I, right. said, I said I didn't like it as much as Wrigley. Tall, that's not saying it was. Field that's like right on top of you is overrated. That, that's really overrated. I agree. I'm sorry. We've hijacked this. And Toby, go ahead. I'm and sorry. And we're right back to where we were. <laughs> the healing has been destroyed. Uh, all right. Let's talk about last night's game, Blake. The Sooners start Carson Atwood, and it paid off. He was tremendous last night. Man, he looked really good. You thought, you thought he was a starter all all year long, comes out, dots up left and right, got the good slider working, keeping the West Virginia hitters off their toes. Uh, it was awesome, man. It was fun to watch. Could that be the future? Is he a guy that could have starting stuff like next year for this team? You know, I was watching. I was watching that. The way Skip handles his pitchers, they all kind of go through the same routine. The only thing that's different is how many innings they, how many pitches they throw on a game day. They all throw long toss. I mean, none of their regiments is any different. They all throw bullpens every day. It seems like they they're constantly working and and working up to see how how far they can go. But I I don't I don't see a problem with him coming out maybe being a Saturday guy maybe uh, my Friday Saturday guy he might be in that Saturday role for sure. Yeah, I never thought about him like that until last night, and that's as comfortable I think as he's looked all year. Maybe in his whole Sooner career. I mean, he just he went out there and said, all right, I'm starting the opening game of the Big 12 tournament. And no big deal. So maybe so. Maybe uh, next year he's a guy that uh, is a weekend rotation guy. We'll see. He certainly got good stuff. Um, that was impressive. You got to go down to the dugout last night late in the game when the game was still going on. You've been able to be around this team at the batting cages and kind of behind the scenes a little bit. Uh, and I think just kind of listening to you talk, you feel like this team's got kind of a special chemistry to it. Is that right? 100%. It's it's a band of brothers. Uh, <laughs> it, it really, you go and you walk into the dugout and it, it, you can feel yourself get captivated and like pulled in. It's, it's, it's a gravitational force, man. It, they, they pull for each other. They're constantly just trying to get better at their craft and, and tenaciously want to win <laughs> i go up to diego muniz at, at dinner last night and i'm like man y'all, y'all almost blew this thing off he's like you were worried no way bro you were you were worried <laughs> i was like i mean man you gave up three four in the ninth yeah i'm a little worried <laughs> he's like no nah, man we had it in the bag the whole time but that's that's the kind of stuff that you want out of a team you know guys sitting on the bench there's there's no doubt in their mind they're pulling that, that game out how about john spikerman it kind of, hey, this guy came out of nowhere late in the season here and has been phenomenal. Oh, he's really fast, man. <laughs> Anytime he hits a ball on the ground, you're like, man, he's, he's got a chance to be safe. He's really fun to watch, plays a really, really good right field. 
partially because of the speed, but he gets good jumps off the ball too. And he, we were talking about it last night. So we imagine if we've seen him for a whole season. What's he going? What's kind of a resume he's going to put in the sophomore season? Is going to be fun. Yeah, get that back feeling good. Get back to switch hitting if that's what he wants to do. I mean, there's no reason he can't just be a left-handed hitter. But um, yeah, it's been exciting to watch him. Uh, tonight's matchup. You were texting me last week when we were out in Lubbock, and it's a lot of fun when you play Texas Tech. I, are you looking forward to tonight? I really am. It, it's going to get popping. I, I really hope we get a good crowd tonight. Hope they stay rowdy from that TCU Texas game. Uh, Jake Bennett. We're probably going to see their, their number one guy, who's seven and one. I forget his name. Toby Andrew Morris. Morris. That's it. Morris. I, I, it's going to be a marquee matchup. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. What was the team? that bothered you the most, irritated you the most as a player? Uh, it, it had to be West Virginia when I was playing, but hmm. overall, as far as just, like, thought they were kind of better than you, and you, you kind of felt it in yourself when I was playing, at least, was, was Tech. I, going down to Lubbock and and seeing these guys take two or three from them and, and even having a chance to sweep and, and beat them out for the Big 12 for the share of the Big 12 title was a really, really good feeling, even from sitting at home and just listening. You know, and you talk to, like, Ben Abram, like, man, y'all go down in there and, and take two or three from them? That's huge. Like, man, that, that ain't nothing. We're tech this year. That's who we are. You know, um, that's cool to hear him say that. I agree with you. I think tech has bullied not just Oklahoma, but a lot of teams in this league for the last few years, and and to their credit, I don't mean that in any kind of a bad way. They've been really good. They've been College World Series good, and they intimidate teams. Uh, I think before the series last week, I, I kind of compared them to Nolan Richardson's Arkansas Razorbacks, uh, 40 minutes of hell offense, you know, when they would pressure teams. all the, You just felt right. like you were on your heels all the time when you played Texas Tech. That hasn't been the case this year. Oklahoma's the team running the bases. Oklahoma's the team constantly applying pressure. Now, we'll see what happens tonight. I mean, they may flip the tables on them tonight. But it's the first time in a long time that OU squares off against Texas Tech and Oklahoma State and TCU and Texas, and you say, I think they're as good as them, maybe better. Absolutely, it goes back. It goes back to that 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 character in the in the dugout, right? You got to have some gamers in there who who don't care about the whatever they were in the past. It's it's what it's what's going on right now. You know, it. it I mean, you look at the Texas OU series or the, the Texas and the OSU series. We're we're one, two, three pitches away from winning those winning those series. You know, we we find a way to, to clean up the bullpen in the back end on, in that Texas series. We we're looking at you know not even questioning hosting right now. But, I mean, that that just proves to me that this team's going to get hot and going into the regional, and it, they're going to be exciting to watch. Hey, what's it like to play for Skip? I think he's a, a, a guy that maybe not – you know, he, he talks a little different than most coaches do. Uh, he handles uh, himself a little different than some other coaches do. But, obviously, it's tremendously successful. And you played for him. What is it about him? Do you think is the secret sauce there? So all the interviews you get, I mean, everything you get, it's all about learning. That's a hundred percent true, man. Uh, 
you know, you hear sometimes people will say anything to just get out of an interview or, you know, make themselves look good. Skip is 100% down to earth with that. Uh, it's, it's all about learning. You go into that locker room each and every day, you're just trying to get better. Uh, you mess up, he's going to get angry at times. It happens. But it, it's such so easy to go in and play the game that you love for a guy like that because there's no failing. He knows you're going to fail. It, it, you're, he, he talks about it all the time. You're a 20-year-old kid. Like, how, how are you not going to fail? You're not a professional at this. You're an amateur. Everything that he says is 100% true. And I, it, it was the easiest thing for me to do as a player because you go in and you, you're on a clean slate each and every day. How can you not go in and love, love what you do each and every day doing that? What is your feeling as to what OU needs to do to get to host a regional this week? I like what Tiff said. I think getting getting to Sunday at least. I, I would love to see these guys pull out uh, the tournament win, but I think getting to Sunday, maybe two wins here, gives us gets us in the talk. Get to the championship game. I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think that's right. I think if they, you know, you think about it, to get to the championship game, they're probably going to have to beat Tech twice. You know, either tonight and Saturday, or if they lose tonight then they're going to have to come back and and beat them twice on Saturday. Right. That uh that would be quite an accomplishment. That would give them what five wins over Texas Tech this year if they could do that. Right. Even even just playing Texas Tech this late in the year with their resume, our resume matches up, it it can only help us. I mean, even if we don't get to host, it'll it'll make our regional easier. We'll go to a, a little bit more favorable spot for us. You know, it, it all of it, all of this week is a win-win. It's so cool coming into this this tournament, knowing that you got a really good chance of being in. You can play free, play fast, and like last night, Diego had no 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 doubt in his mind they were winning that game. You know, we're we're all like, oh man, two home runs. What, what's going on? Even me, I'm like, come on, let's let's just close the door. He's like, no, we we had it in the bag. I'm a little more on your side than Diego's. Uh, these guys make me nervous late in games. Although Trevor, <laughs> yeah. Trevor Michael's been. Uh, pretty great of late um all right so you went down you did the post-game interviews last night you've done this a couple of times now you how are you feeling about your sideline dugout interviewing skills you feeling more comfortable okay. that was my second time that was the worst of the second time i think i got a little sped up last night toby uh there's a lot going on around me everybody's excited that a bruise in the dugout he's lost a lot of hair He's got a mic in his hands. That's kind of scary. <laughs> you got but sped I up. I got sped up. The game mm-hmm. sped up on me. What, what can I say? But tonight I'm going to be locked in. Um, I've got for question prepared, win or lose. Uh, I've got to rim down. I'm just going to read it off the card. What? I mean, what can I do? Just keep me off Doug Williams. That's all I got to say. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you uh, you got a Doug Williams issue. I'm afraid you're going to get ejected. I was 20 feet away from him, and I really thought about just Hey, man, you just want to insert yourself here into this game? I think this is a good time for you, Doug. (laughs) Blake, thanks for getting up early for us. I will see you over at the ballpark in a little while. One one quick thing, Blake. Uh, Off the air, I just got a call. Mrs. Baseball Ross said to tell her cousin hello. What's up? How about that? And and, uh, Doc B gave you a shout-out, too, off the air. So there you go. How about that? Nice. Love Doc B. See you, Blake. See you, guys. Brew. Blake Brewster, he'll be on the call tonight, 7.30 for OU Texas Tech. Uh, He's a trip, man. He's a lot of fun.
and understands the game, understands this coaching staff, and still lives it. Like he is living and dying with every pitch. Um, he liked it down there in the dugout too last night. I think we may have to stick him down there a little bit more as the week rolls along. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Toby and TJ back on The Ref. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show, and this hour is brought to you by RK Black. Office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Copiers, fax machines, printers, scanners, document management network solutions, and much more. Give them a call, 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. You know what I love is when young guys think that they're old like that, like Blake's like, oh, they were giving me trouble. I had less hair, this and that. I'm like, right. you're still in your 20s, guys. <laughs> right. But You like don't know those, old yet. Some of those guys know him. You know, oh, I know. Or play oh, I with know. him or whatever, and he is old to them. <laughs> God, look at this old married guy here. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, Ben Abram is grandpa <laughs> on this team. Right. What is he, 22? 22, yeah, probably. Something like that. Uh, but he does kind of – Ben Abram does kind of carry himself like a 50-year-old man. And he's the – he's the – I don't know. He's like the papa figure for everybody on the team. Um, let's see here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Ugh, it's TJ's fault. That song will be stuck in my head all day. Let it go. Thanks, TJ. Yeah, why did you From play Dallas that? Bill. Uh, because it says go in it, and we were yelling that that coach was yelling go at his player. Oh, so, I gotcha. um, it's TJ's fault. It's under discussion for a, it's TJ's fault T-shirt, by the way. So we'll see if that's available in the oh, rest store sometime. Oh, soon. that's it. It takes us playing something a thousand <laughs> times to get under discussion for a T-shirt. Something happens once. Someone on the mentioned rush, it and to they me. Rush it into production. Someone mentioned it to me the other day. I said that might sell one. My mom might buy one. So go ahead. Hey, it won't get made into a T-shirt until uh, Tyler says something's Teddy's fault, and then it'll be hilarious. <laughs> Hey, we should make it's Teddy's fault T-shirt. <laughs> You're our thirty-first listener. I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Toby. Did you actually meet the locked it, cocked it, rocked it guy? <laughs> no, he was in the booth next to me, but I did not meet him. Uh, still to this day, I hear. I'm a- afraid. I need to figure out what I want that conversation to sound like. Because I'm afraid I I don't know exactly. Like, my attitude toward him right now is probably not where it needs to be uh, to have that conversation. Huh. I think, okay, here's my honest opinion. Okay. Some of the stuff is, is creative. Yes. More of me feels like he's trying to be the show. He's taking away from the players in the game itself. This is a Big 12 tournament game. You're not the star. That doesn't mean you can't. Certainly, I am guilty of being corny from time to time. But ESPN did not bring you in to be the star of this show. 
The games are the star of the show. Quit trying to make this all about you. Is it funny? Is it different? Do we have fun with it on the radio the next day? Yes, we do. Uh, But I do think it's a little inappropriate. Dial it back is what you're saying. One, One crazy line a game, maybe two, or a dramatic moment late in the game. If you've got something, uh, you know, you've got a tagline here and something late happens that that fits with this hashtag. If you are calling the, is it the Savannah Bananas? Is that who he's with? No, no, no. No, no. no. He's with the Fred Nats. I'm saying for minor league baseball, it's perfect. Oh, yes, absolutely. Savannah Bananas would definitely fit their uh, profile. These are important baseball games, you know, to an extent. I don't want to oversell it. But I don't know. It feels like he rolled into town saying, wait till you catch a load of me. And, uh, you know. See, that's where a veteran guy like yourself takes the young kid under the wings and says, hey, let me mold you. Lest you say, Toby, you're just jealous or something, I would like to remind you of a couple of the things that were said yesterday. Uh, That pitch was sick like when Justin Bieber got his Lyme disease diagnosis. Let me remember what this one. This is about Christian music. Defense cleaner than Christian radio at the sponge bath clinic. I still don't know what that means. I don't know what a sponge bath clinic is. Uh, those glue sticks weren't non-toxic, and I'm seeing double. You know, I mean, let's hope he's not in the next room to you right now. Yeah. So I need to get myself <laughs> in the right frame of mind before I have that conversation. I appreciate him trying to carve out a niche for himself. I'm not sure the Big 12 or a conference tournament is the right situation for that. But anyway, go ahead. What? Uh, also on the air. You agree or disagree test- with that? Uh, to a certain degree, yes, I agree with you. Um, when he sat down with Gus Johnson and had a discussion, that was not what they talked about. It was probably, you don't have enough lines. Come on. I don't think, like, Gus gets really excited. He's just just excitable. So you're right. He doesn't have one-liners necessarily. He doesn't try to sit around all day and think of, like, uh, that. what was the one about lick a Uh, a, a zebra zebra drinking Mr. Pibb Pibb in an unfunded zoo? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Still to this day, I hear a whistle. I have a strong urge to run towards it. My coach used a loud two-finger whistle. <laughs> like it's hypnosis. <laughs> Just spin Going. and run. Uh, they also say he's like a young Harry Carey. Harry was just drunk. He wasn't, he was just, he wasn't yeah. scripting stuff out. Yeah. Uh, we'll jo- this may be a... a Question for Plank at the crossover. Will Jocelyn Allo be the first softball statue, or will it be Patty Gasso? Well, it's got to be Patty. Um, Because you had to do Lauren before Jossie, wouldn't you? Well, we've only – there's no precedent for statues on this campus other than football players. Mm-hmm. But 
I guess the question is, if the assumption's going to be made that we're going to start making statues, then Patty's got to be the Patty's first. Patty's got to be the first, yes. Um, I don't, like, I think it's okay that different sports do different things, like the numbers in the rafters at the Lloyd Noble Center. That's cool. You can't do that in football. That's cool in basketball. It, you don't necessarily have to have statues and numbers in the rafters. I mean, if you want to put a Wayman Tisdale statue out in front of the Lloyd Noble Center, I'm not going to argue with you, but um, softball needs something, something. And uh, if you're going to go the statue route, then you got to start with the GOAT. Agreed. Uh, is there a station I could listen and stream the baseball tournament that you know of? Well, if you're talking <laughs> the OU games, yes, the KREF app. Funny we have ask. all the all the games. You can stream it right there on the K, uh, the uh, KREF app. If you're talking the entire Big 12 tournament, is is serious? Is the Big 12 channel carrying all the games? Do you know? That Sirius, would be my guess. Sirius XM, I believe, is carrying the tournament. I don't, as far as I know, they're picking up uh, one of the two broadcasts and putting it out there. I Maybe they're doing their own broadcast, but I haven't seen any any extra Sirius XM broadcasters here. So I think they're just picking, I'm guessing, the higher-seeded team to put on Sirius XM. Short of that, the Varsity Network app and the Sports Talk 1400 app are streaming the games worldwide. And, of course, all of our radio affiliates as well. And in the stadium, bring your headphones. My man Kurt was down there listening last night. A whole bunch of people, 88.9 FM. If you're going to the games here in Arlington, you can hear the games right there in Globe Life Field. And we're caught up. We're caught up. There's a screenshot here, but my uh, my eyes cannot read without was pulling Was I too it up. hard on the kid? I don't want to be too hard on the kid. He's trying to do no. something creative and make a name for himself. I don't think you were too hard. I think you're a veteran guy that sees something in a young guy that probably he has a good idea. You uh-huh. just want to help him reach full potential and not just become a slapstick comedy show that his shtick is wore out and a year, year and a half, and he's done and gone. I feel like if he was calling – the OU game, it would be tiring in about an inning and a half. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say anything to him. If he asks for help or, or asks, uh, I'll talk to him. But I, he's 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 on a rocket ship right now, TJ. He doesn't need my help or anybody else's help. I've already dropped him a DM letting him know you were disgusted with him and <laughs> wanted to talk to him later this afternoon. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Uh, we'll take a break. Back after this. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. We do well, can't we have the playoffs here? Isn't that Oh, a hot shot in the oh, middle. Tim Petty Glover Collins. What a flip by Ricardo. Tim Petty in the first. Oh, baby. I told you. <laughs> Brendan defense flashing the leather like a nudist colony sewing kangaroo wallets. Unbelievable. Knock the glove off the head. Rivera Pena Bossier. An incredible moment and a run. Did 
I don't, even, I don't even know what any of that was. <laughs> Nudist colony kangaroo wallets. He's got to go and find like obscure stand-up comedians with weird lines and punchlines and mold them into play calls somehow. I would like to see like um, like what his setup is. He's got to have a notebook full of one-liners with like tabs on it for each situation, you know, like. There's a fly ball into shallow right. Where's my fly ball into shallow right liners? Where do I keep those? There they are. <laughs> All right, we need to give him a break because he is giving us a tremendous amount of morning show content. He has content. done that over the last few weeks, yeah. yes. Um, okay, I need you to explain what I'm going to read here to me, okay? Um, you and I have talked about NFTs in the past and how neither one of us understand what they are. Correct. So something is going on in the NFT world right now with Seth Green. You remember who Seth Green is? The teenage actor with the red yeah. hair that was on Austin Powers and Exactly. Can't hardly wait in a bunch of other comedies in the eighties and nineties. Exactly. You've nailed it, TJ. Yes. Well done. Yes. All right, I answered uh, your question. Uh, Don't ask me anything else. I'm gonna read the headline and then a couple of paragraphs here and then ask you to explain to me what I'm reading. Okay, here we go. Headline. Mr. Cheese. The owner of Seth Green's stolen board ape NFT doesn't really seem to care much about returning it. All right. A long headline, but that's it. And I read, It's been a tough few weeks for NFT lovers. Earlier this month, Seth Green lost his beloved board ape NFT, which he was planning to turn into a sitcom star for some reason. The NFT was stolen during a phishing scam, along with several more of his expensive doodles. The ape was sold for over $200,000, and Green has taken to Twitter to plead for his little friend named Fred back, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I continue to read. BuzzFeed News reached out to the new NFT owner, who goes by Mr. Cheese, and is allegedly a surgeon in Australia. Quote, I have no plans for the ape, Mr. Cheese formerly known as Darkwing84, told BuzzFeed. All right, what does that mean, TJ? What did I just read? So the apes are very popular NFTs. I know that, along with the CryptoPunks. They are just basically different apes in different... <laughs> just the head of an ape with one will be wearing a crown or one will be smoking a cigar or one will have some type of expression. They're very popular, same with the crypto punks. But how did he get Seth's NFT monkey? Fishing scam, it says. Hmm. Because I thought that was all protected on the blockchain, and if it was on the blockchain, it was protected if you were the owner of it. English, please. So if you buy an NFT, it's put on the blockchain. What's an NFT? I still have no idea. It's a digital... Think of it as a digital piece of art or a digital baseball card. Why can't you copy and paste it and have another one? Because when you own it, there's something, there's a process that you go to to link that to you on the blockchain. And so when you sell it, it it goes like you can go to the, the chain and see who all the owners have been, who's the current owner, how how it got into Seth Green's hands, whether he sold it or not. I didn't think it could be stolen from you. Yeah, if he owned it and this guy has it, 
Right. Is there not proof that he had it and he has to give it back? I would think the way that I understood it, there would have been proof that you just go back and look at the digital um, ledger of that particular ape <laughs> and see that says the rightful owner of it. Prediction. I can see a scenario by which cryptocurrency lives on. I'm not saying it will, but I could see a scenario in this current world we live in where in the future cryptocurrency is a deal. Right. NFTs are not going to be anything. Well, they've already started to crash and burn. I mean, if you remember about a year ago, some of these things were selling for two, three, four, five million dollars, and the same exact ones that were selling for that are now being sold at a loss at like two hundred thousand right now. So it's already lost a lot of its steam, and that could just be the the world we're living in right now with the the economy and everything. But um, you're probably right. I I. I I think it's because there's a lot of people like us that just don't understand the entire concept of it. Like, I don't, what you're saying is, like, it's just something that's online. It's just a picture of a, a, a monkey. So if you want to develop it into a TV show, why don't you just go develop a TV show because it's just a picture on the internet? But yeah. that picture on the internet is said to be owned by someone. So, I mean, that's the problem there, but... If it's owned by Seth, I don't know how this guy took it. You need to listen to me on this. I'm pretty widely known as being on the cutting edge of digital technology. And I'm telling you, <laughs> NFTs are not going to be anything in the future. Well, they almost sucked me in, like I said, about a year ago. And I did not buy, and I don't think I will now at this point. So I will not be buying You almost any- bought an NFT? I almost started developing some and looking into how to develop them. How do you them. develop I- some? Oh, man, I... I- so here's the thing. I'm 48 years old. I got things on my computer. Can I make them into yes. NFTs? Yes. You can do a lot of your calls. You can do some of your pictures. You can do all of that. You just got to – and I've I don't researched think I own it, my but calls. I'm like, man, that's a lot of steps and that's a lot of work. I don't think I'm – I think I'm too lazy for that. So I don't own my calls, but uh, if, uh, if Learfield or OU wanted to, they could make an audio NFT? Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting. And then sell it and put it on the blockchain. And somebody would own it then. They right. wouldn't own it anymore. Like Carter, a big fan of yours, could buy yeah. Woe Mama and own Woe Mama. It's not Woe Mama, you <laughs> jerk. I've been saying it for 11 years now. <laughs> Baseball Ross, add that to your list. <laughs> All right, so uh, good luck to Seth Green and getting his monkey back here, whatever he's lost. I don't understand exactly what it is. I hope he gets it back. Yeah, all right. We need a break. Uh, If anybody understands it, it's Chris Plankett. He joins us next on the uh, break one day away from the Super Regional in Norman. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Give me your ATM number. Matt Sullivan hammering it like that collection agency is doing to me over that unpaid Bed Bath & Beyond bill. (laughs) (laughs) But he has got a complete notebook, man. 
It'll be here a couple more. In is Solon. That one looping down quickly. Solon gets to it. Cameron breaking through the plate. Here's the throw. Got it, baby! I shaved my legs for this. Gosh. Chris Blank joins us now for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. By the way, uh, over the last couple of hours, I have been watching them replace all of the porta potties in the parking lot at AT&T Stadium. Job well done, fellas. Chris, good morning. How are you today? I'm on time like the cowboy uh, cowbell. And see, I can't even come up with some <laughs> stupid line. Try it again. Try it again. I was going to say, I'm on uh, – Time like the cowbell and Saturday Night Live, but I'm not as creative of a writer. None of those made any sense to me. Am I terrible that, like, I hear that in my people? Got him on the corner! Mills, I haven't seen anything on fire like this since I escaped that Church of Satan stronghold. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't this, know. Does the guy that's his analyst just want to turn to him and say, call the game, dude? I, it's like, I, I uh, okay. I was sitting in the booth next to them yesterday. Mike Rooney. Right. Very well oh, respected. Legend. Does the color uh, for the morning session. He was supposed to be working with Keith Moreland this weekend. Right. Keith Moreland was going to call the games with Mike Rooney, and Keith Moreland had open heart surgery. And oh my is God. reportedly doing well, but unable to be here. A couple of other guys weren't available, and they reached out to Zanaboni. And uh, he has shown up in a big way. And I was watching uh, Mike Rooney yesterday. He looked like he wanted to crawl into a hole. And uh, anyway, it's interesting. He'll he'll be on games it one and two again today, folks, if you want to take him in. Toby, Toby, it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, but none of those make any sense to me. I mean, even the Justin Bieber Lyme disease thing. That was like five years ago. What's not Uh, to understand about a zebra licking Mr. Pibb in an unfunded zoo? Come on, Chris. I know, right? (laughs) This is uh, 2-0. And it's hit hard toward third. Grabbed by McLean to second for one. On to first. Hey, either those glue sticks weren't really non-toxic, and I'm seeing double or the Cowboys just turned He's trying to be Gus Johnson. He's trying to be Gus Johnson. That's exactly, you can tell, even like in the the demeanor and the tone in which he's telling it, that's what he's doing. And I, okay, listen, I know I'm an old man now. I'm a get-off-my-lawn kind of a guy when it comes to broadcast, which is why whenever I have any, I'm a get-back-to-sports guy when I'm listening to the radio, which is why I get mad when anyone tells me to get back to sports because that's me when I'm driving around unless it's you guys. So um, I, I will absolutely do, – do I need to come down there today? Our show. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I can be there in an hour and 45 and, minutes. Uh, oh, yeah, please. Hey, here's one more. Last, Last one. one. This is from yesterday. And, and uh, I appreciate you saying that. Ground ball. Oh, what a Jeez. diving effort by Richardson. How about that? Defense cleaner than Christian Radio at the Sponge Bath Clinic. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Where's the, what, is, is there such thing as a sponge bath clinic? Never heard of one. I don't know. Hey, by the way, uh, huge news on Jordy Ball yesterday. Can you shed any light on that? Do you have any hunches as to what the future looks like there? 
Yeah, I would say she's not pitching this weekend. But then again, um, I've, I've said this a bazillion times. She's a rock star. Um, I've, I've never seen anything like her. On, on the, and, and, again, I've seen some pretty great athletes, right? Uh, I had a chance to cover Sid Romero her first year and her all four of her years. And, gosh, I guess Sid's been there now as long as I have because she's still coaching. And I, I watched Nicole Pinley, but, Toby, she's on another level. So regardless of how I feel, based on what Coach Gasso said yesterday, um, I, I would not be surprised. There is a part of me that would not be surprised at all if we go out there Friday afternoon and 98 is in the circle. There's also a part of me that wouldn't be surprised at all if we go out there and she doesn't pitch this weekend. Um, I've kind of stayed steady in this. I told everyone uh, on, on, on our show that I – she was going to throw this week and that she had thrown a, or at least tried to throw a little bit last week. And you heard coach Gasso confirm that. And that's a good sign, but then it's more, I know this is a captain obvious thing, but your spin needs to be where it should be to be effective. Your, right. your velocity needs to be where it needs to be. Right. Right. And I don't know if that's quite where things need to be yet. But like I said, she is one of the more incredible competitors I've ever seen. But I've seen a lot of really good competitors and injuries, regardless of how much you love the game and how much you can battle through it. It's more than just overcoming pain, Toby. It's what it does to your uh, to your skill set. And I can't help but wonder if that might be a challenge this weekend. But I'm well. I'm not. I'm not going to be surprised either way this weekend, man. I know that's not a really good answer. I know the sports radio way to go about it is she is playing and everyone just deal with it. She's going to play like my kid did Monopoly last night or whatever <laughs> stupid analogy I could use on that. Um, but I just don't know, you know, and I, I, I can't wait to see what happens this weekend. At the very least, they put some doubt in UCF's minds. And better Adrian, their mind, Adrian yeah. Peterson is the gleaming example. Sometimes elite athletes heal differently than the rest of us do. Yeah. And, um, yeah. They they just work better. Their bodies work better than the rest of ours. Right. And who knows? And hey, Maybe she will. And that's what I'm starting with next, Toby. So we'll be all over talking about this uh, this thought from uh, Coach Gasso yesterday. Have a good show, Chris. See you, buddy. Thanks to Blake Brewster for joining us today. Baseball tonight, 7.30 first pitch, 7 o'clock pregame for OU Texas Tech. Winner's bracket. Have a great Thursday, everybody.